On this week's podcast, we're checking in to one of my favorite family-owned establishments on the western side of Clare. Welcome to the Doolin Inn and the Doolin Hostel. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining me today on the Traveling in Ireland podcast. Today, I have a return guest. And if you were listening way back when I started the podcast, um, you were introduced to Anthony Maloney in episode number eight. Anthony is the owner of the Doolin Inn and Hostel in Doolin on the far western edge of County Clare. And if you do remember me talking to him back in 2008, it was only the Doolin Hostel at the time. So there are some changes that have happened there that we're going to dig into. So, Anthony, thank you so much for taking the time to join me today. I know you're busy. You have a, you know, your seasonal reopening is coming up soon. Oh, sure, do. It's great to be talking to you again. And uh, it's great to be here a saw going off in the background or something like that. <laughs> There's a, a few workmen around getting ready for the year ahead. So we're opening again in uh, three weeks' time. So it is all all action stations, <laughs> at this, as they say. Oh, I bet. And, you know, you're constantly updating. I think that's one of my favorite things about the Doolin Inn and Hostel is that every year you close for a period of time and you're always making updates. Now, back when we talked in Episode 8, we talked about hosteling and why it was great for families. And we talked about the Doolin Hostel. But since that time, you've made some pretty big changes. Uh, sure. When we talked about two years ago, it was kind of like Doolin Hostel, and I was looking at the next phase. Um, so last winter, which would be 2016 winter, we had on about another five and a half square feet to the Doolin Inn. and became the Doolin Inn. Mm-hmm. Um, for your listeners, we have two buildings opposite each other. So my smaller building, which is a 40-person hostel, um, and in the main building, we had on another section, uh, more rooms, and then on a full-size cafe as well. Um, so we've made even more changes in the way that the Doolin Hostel is now the hostel, and mm-hmm. the Doolin Inn is now the inn. The Doolin Inn is more of a three-star to four-star, a three-star plus hotel, we can call it a four-star, in the room accommodation style. Mm-hmm. And downstairs, you have a cafe, and you get a really good full breakfast buffet. A hostel, and in the end, then we've added on more hot food. We've actually put in a full-size uh, commercial kitchen, oh, wow. uh, so we have some fun to play with in the kitchen. And then we've added on a big, huge terrace area for sitting out on, uh, which is lovely during the summer or even um, in the spring and autumn, because uh, mm-hmm. it overlooks the village now. So a lovely uh, brick-paved area, and we actually took a bit out of the hill as well to give us a garden view, so there's nothing obstructing now. So you just overlook right out to the ocean from the terrace area. Um, and then what we've done now as well, we've really separated both buildings. So if you want to see what's going on, you have doolinhostel.ie, mm-hmm. which is more the hostel style. And then you have doolinin.ie, which is more your boutique, BB boutique hotel style. Um, and there's a lot of great synergies now in this as well. For families, you have the hostel style of family where you can go self-catering. Or you may have the family that has some older uh, uh sons and daughters so you have the parents who might want a little bit more luxury mm-hmm. and they can come over and stay in the inn and then they have the 20 year old son who wants to be with them but doesn't want to be with them the whole time right. and they can stay in the hostel or then you have the family who want to stay in like young kids of that 
let's say a family of four, two adults, two kids, who can stay also in the hostel and do the whole self-care instead. Um, with the addition of the cafe, all the facilities are downstairs as well for a nice light lunch or an early evening meal. So so you have not only the, the little coffee shop that you've always had, but then you also have more of a cafe. So you've, you've really expanded your oh, yeah. food business. Um, yeah, so just looking at that again this year, um, like for breakfast, because we put in the commercial kitchen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when you were here last, we had a main building, we had a, a kitchen for guests. Right. We ripped that out and put in a proper commercial kitchen so we could do proper food for a cafe. And we added a big wraparound terrace with sort of ceiling windows, so you open the village. So the little cafe has gone to more like a 55-seater restaurant. Wow. Outside terrace. That's and fabulous. I love that. I love the uh, the idea of families, especially with older children who might be wanting to have a little bit of independence. I love the fact that the parents can have the inn and the kids can go over and have the hostel and they can both have their own unique experience while still traveling together. I think that's a brilliant concept. Thank you. Yeah, it worked for well. We actually found it quite happening quite a lot. Even with a person might be staying in a local B&B and then their son and daughter was down here with us. So we said, well, why wouldn't be able to cater for both pieces? Or then we find that actually another one is we get a lot of American colleges and you get a students coming in from American college and the lecturers don't really want to go hospitaling. They can have their college guys can be over there and right. take over the building and then they can be over here. But it, it works out great. That's There's excellent. a lot of different advantages to it. Now, the one thing I've noticed with Doolin in visiting relatively often over the last uh, seven or eight years is that this this tiny little village that I remember my first visit there, um, you know, it was it was popular, but it wasn't well known. And Doolin has really become an incredibly popular place, not only for the because of the nearby Cliffs of Moore, but in its own right. And so while you've grown, the village has kind of uh, had its own little transformation, hasn't it? Uh, well, Doolin's been always popular, but you're right. In the last couple of years, there's been a bit more, I wouldn't say a boom, but there has been in certain parts. It's become a lot more, people become more aware, I suppose, being the internet and social media and bits and pieces like that. But the village itself is going a little bit, but it hasn't exploded. It's still a very small, quaint village, which is a couple hundred people. What is amazing about it is, though, is it's all the same people. But the great thing, the sad thing in Ireland is a lot of villages up and down the country are disappearing. People mm-hmm. move to bigger cities, probably the world, same worldwide for jobs and whatnot. Whereas our little village is actually booming in the way that the local school has 90 students, but they're actually expanding, trying to get another classroom, another teacher. Um, all the local families, like I'm 40 myself, that have young kids, mm-hmm. are there, or even families younger than me, or the sons and daughters of people of my parents' age are now coming to stay to decide, I can have a business here, I can have a life in a small mm-hmm. country village. So it's phenomenal. So in Doolin, you get to meet all generations, where sadly in a lot of other villages, it can might be just the, the parents are still there and the other kids have moved up to the big city to get the jobs. Right. So in Doolin, you have about 70 B&Bs, you have a couple of hostels, um, you have one or two little hotels, you have a couple of little... Uh, Good pubs with fantastic music all year round. Mm-hmm. Now, shops, but there's nothing big. There's no big chain hotel, big chain restaurant. It's all small family-run operators. 
So it's a, a phenomenal success in that, right? And I suppose with that, because it's all local people that you meet when you stay in the B&B or stay with us or go down to the pub, it's really becoming that fashionable that people are more well-known because it really is a quintessential Irish village on the coast overlooking the water. Like, it, and I think that's maybe where it's coming from. Right. We have the great things, like we have the Cliffs of the Cliffs of Walk just started there three, four years ago. Mm-hmm. We starts outside our doorstep and goes all the way up to the top of the cliffs. And all the way to Hag said the other side, this lovely 12k walk, one way or 24 return. Mm-hmm. Then you have the port going to the Iron Islands. We got a new pier there about three years ago. So, and um, that two ferry operators is great. They've um, both got new boats. One came last, and next this year the second ferry operator is getting a brand new three minute boat, purpose built. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can go over to the Iron Ferries in a more comfortable route. Kismar cruises have gotten very popular. Mm-hmm. So if you do it, just walk, for, let's say, for most 15 minutes walking down to the pier, and you can take a cruise under the, under the cliffs, which is very unique. And it's one of the great things when you stay locally as in Doolan, you get to see so much more from that side opposed to, let's say, day tripping here. Mm-hmm. And like uh, at night time, the Kismar, or the Kismar sunsets and the ones that fall down behind the Iron Islands are just fantastic. Oh, right. And I suppose other things that have helped with the village is the music. there's been a real resurgence in the traditional music. Dune's always been the capital of music, and it was always strong. But it just seems lately that it's just attracting a load of musicians to come live in the area. And the next generation of young musicians, like you see kids 12, 13, 14, and what they're playing is just phenomenal. Um, so it's definitely, for a traditional music, you think that the battle it probably has with, let's say, popular music and all that. It's quite the opposite here. Young kids are playing all sorts of music in the traditional and learning more and creating traditional music. So it's that kind of way is just taking off as well. Yeah, you know, all little, little things, but it's just making doing so famous and popular. But the great thing is it's still staying small. It's still a farming community. There's still a lot of fields. It's all green. Um <laughs> we're kind of hampered by the size we can expand. You can't build big hotels and stuff like down here just the way the land is laid out. So right, right. And and you don't want the big hotels. Doolin does retain that traditional charm. And I think one of my favorite things about Doolin is that when you take the time to actually speak to people who may be working at like the, the tourist office when you're getting a boat tour or if you talk to somebody um, in one of the pubs, you you really get a sense of how everything is community and family based. And I think that's probably one of the most appealing charms to Doolin. I'd say so. I'd say it's the, the, the top reason to come to Doolin. It is it's literally you can meet people. And like when you go on holidays, yeah, it's the most amazing scenery and just amazing. Everything is world class from like the Doolin Cave with the largest site site in Europe to the Cliffs Moor in one of the most visited tourist attractions, but the Cliff Walk is far supreme or, or superior mm-hmm. to it as an engagement. The easy access is you're located to everything to go into the Iron Islands and all that. They're all beautiful and they're great. But as uh, one um, guy said to me there a little while back, like towns change, buildings change. Like Dune's been inhabited for over 5,000 years. Back to the Stone Age factory uh, discovered there uh, down by the ocean. Mm-hmm. But there's always been people here, and it's always been the same people generation upon generation. So the buildings change somewhat, bit by bit. We all change our interiors and all that kind of stuff, but it's the people that are the same. Yeah. And that's the most amazing part about it. I I can't agree more. That's absolutely true. Um, now, Fromers just 
said uh, County Clare is one of the best places to go in 2018. And quite a lot of their decision was based on some of the Star Wars filming that took place in Loop Head, which is uh, a bit south of you. But they also had a really special mention in that short article for the Burren, which you kind of sit almost the heart of the Burren. What is it that you think um, really attracts people to that area other than the cliffs? We're right thanks, Matt in the middle of the UNESCO Kismore and Burn or Burn and Kismore Geopark, which is a global geopark. But the Burn is just a, such a unique area. It starts off in Doolin down by the Doolin, the river actually determines outside our door is a kind of boundary of the different geo landscapes. But it's, the Burn is famous for its limestone landscape and it stretches here all the way north into the North Clare. Um, it's kind of like a lunar landscape. The only way to kind of reflect it, it's kind of like big lava fields of limestone. <laughs> um, it's got a very unique um, botanical. Um, there's orchids from and flowers from the Alps to Antar- to the Arctic that survive here because the way the limestone gets uh, carved out from the wind and erosion and so forth and rain, it gives all these little microclimates. Like even though you can think about where we are in Doolan, we're actually higher up here than in Hudson Bay. So to give you how far up north we are, but the Gulf Stream comes right across the Atlantic and keeps us nice and warm. So today is the middle of January and it's about 8 degrees outside. So it's lovely to go for a nice walk and hiking and that. But because of that now in the middle of winter, you go up the winterage. So in the Alps, they take the cows and the cattle off for the winter mm-hmm. and around here, off the mountains and the hillsides, and around here, they're put up into the hills because it's so much. And the grass is growing, and it's so fertile. Now, when you look at the land, you're going, gee, it wouldn't be cutting much grass than that. It's all stone, and the grass growing in between it. But the minerality gives it such a distinctive, it's very nutritious, and it gives a very distinctive flavor to the local produce, be it the dairy or the beef or the lamb. So it flavors some. So that adds it to its uniqueness. But then it's also because of its barrenness with the limestone. It, uh, it's, uh, there's about 5,000, I think I could stand correct on the number, Megalithic sites, forts, ring mm-hmm. forts, castles, dolmens. Because of the land was, or was never seen as an agricultural where you could do tillage or so forth. So all the monuments have been left intact for thousands of years. Okay. So if you're an archaeologist, it's an amazing place. <laughs> if you're into botanicals, it's an amazing place. If you're into sea, uh, bird watching, uh, Kismore is the largest, network, our largest seabird colony in between Ireland and England. Uh, or Northern Europe. So it, just whatever it does is just amazing. And then if you're into the activity side of things, uh, because it's a natural crag, uh, have to go rock climbing, bouldering, and then that's where limestone kind of, one, you got the cliffs, small cliff faces, but because you get these amazing winter swells and winter storms, it throws up new boulders and new bouldering problems oh. every year. Uh, or the same boulder that was there is now upside down. <laughs> so you get a whole new thing. And then because of that being limestone, you have the, about 250 caves, like Doolin Cave being the largest uh, titan in the Northern Hemisphere, and I think the third biggest in the world. And then if you're into caving, potholing, you've all that aspect. And then for the hiking or outdoor activities, it's just a, it's a, it's a natural place. It's an amazing spot. That's so much to do. And you didn't even get into sea kayaking and coasteering and, <laughs> and all those water sports, uh, surfing. Oh, no. <laughs> Well, I think you put me a, put a limit on this podcast. Activities, it's just 
it is it is just a natural playground and this one what is lovely here again it's even the activity for providers they're all small you're pretty much dealing with the owner um who's usually extremely passionate about it and brings you all that extra knowledge that if be it the kayak and you want to go see the seals or for the nature walk like let's say a guy like tony kirby and you can do all the um history of the tour and what the, each monument is and then or if you're into surfing there's some phenomenal surf guys I and mean, then if you're big wave surfing you kind of got like Aileen which is like big big wave surfing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um go down range and surf there or um for more advanced surfers you've got Crab Island or Doolin Point which is just 15 minutes down the road so yeah you can keep going on if you want to talk about activities mountain biking kayaking surfing sea kayaking it just goes on and on you definitely won't run out of things to do in uh in Doolin and the surrounding areas, that's for sure. Now, as we kind of wrap this up, I do want to maybe mention some things that in the area that people might not be aware of. Obviously, people have heard of the Curse of Moore. Um, the burn is becoming more and more well-known. But if you could name like three spots in County Clare that you think people may not know about, but that are really worth their time to visit, where would you send them? Driving is the very best way to experience everything Ireland has to offer. And that's why I'm excited to partner with Irish Car Rentals to provide unbeatable quotes for your Ireland vacation. When you're ready to book your car rental, visit irishcarrentals.com and use promotion code IFV for Ireland Family Vacations in the promotions box. Thanks so much for listening. Now here come those recommended places to visit. Uh, that's a good question. There's plenty of places like uh is full of lovely villages and so forth. Some interesting things are happening as of late and it's time to be only um a ten fifty ten minute drive south of us. There's a lovely uh, food scene starting down there, an art scene, um not uh individual art galleries and so forth. So it's a lovely uh, little town. They've got the cascades and the waterfalls that come through the village or through the town. And it's all these lovely shop fronts. So definitely well worth an afternoon to go in there and explore and around. And the Hinch is only uh, two miles out the road from it. And it's got a lovely beach and you can go do the activities there. And there's some nice little more little retail places and so forth. Um, so that side would be lovely. Uh, going down to Kilkee or Loophead Peninsula. It's about an hour south of Doolan, and again, a lovely place to go explore with the Bridges Ross and the Loop Head Lighthouse and so forth down there. And there's some lovely, interesting businesses popping up there, catering towards tourism, albeit foodies and so forth. And then probably north of, let's say, north of Doolan, kind of would be looking towards more, say, you could explore Ballyvaughan, Kinvara, and some beautiful little towns there. And it's kind of in your loops, if you're leaving here, you could go up. Uh, Kilfenora, you got uh, the Burn Centre and the Kilfenora, the Celtic High Crosses, which are beautiful. You could come around there, just north of the Burn, and you could do the Burn Perfumery, um, Caracom Fort, and the uh, Sheepdog Trial Shows, and explore that area. And then you go up to the Kinvaras, nice little food scene happening up there. Um, or the hiking, head back into like Curacin and go right into the centre of the Burn. There's some beautiful hiking trails in along there as well. Well worth a day exploring. That's a lot. It's really kind of amazing when you get past the maybe what you assume when you first look at a place and you speak to somebody who has lived there, has grown up there, 
and can really give you advice. It's kind of amazing when you are, are exposed to just how much there is on offer in such a small area. Suppose if you look on Google Maps and you're looking down, you just see lots of green fields and a house here and a house there, and you're going, wait a minute. Like in a small village, normally you might be lucky to have a diner, maybe a, a motel out the road or something like that for the local businessmen or, or if they, you know, stopping through. But North Clare is just, it's alive and it's just an amazing spot to go to. So there is so many little things in a small locality, but uh, yeah, it's quite amazing. Definitely worth a visit and a revisit, that's for sure. Anthony, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me today. You know, I, I love Doolin. I love the area and uh, the popularity of it has just proves that there's so much there to offer the Ireland tourist and the locals as well. It's, it's just such a lovely area. And I thank you for talking to me today. And thank you so much to everyone who tuned in for today's podcast. Remember that booking direct at Doolin Inn IE and Doolin Hostel IE will give you the best rates for those properties in Doolin. Please use code IFV for Ireland Family Vacations in the promotion box so that Anthony knows that I sent you. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please leave a review at iTunes or your favorite podcast provider. Thanks so much for listening. Slan.